0: This is the Amazing People Horror Stories Podcast. Welcome, you amazing person. You are amazing because you're here. And I'm grateful that you are here. Please tell a friend. And don't forget to binge now 143 episodes to binge on. Have some friends over. But, well, if you're sick, uh, maybe wait until you're feeling better. All the episodes are available on our website, HorrorStoriesPodcast.com. And all the episodes are free. Free 95. No, there's no 95. They're just free. And if you would uh, like to help out, though, uh, that would be appreciated. You could buy me a coffee. While you're on the website, there's a little button there. It says, buy me a coffee, and I love coffee. I have a cup sitting right next to me as I speak. So if you'd like to help out with that, that'd be great. Um, This episode uh, is uh, by Ambrose Bierce, the, the story on this episode. This is the seventh episode by Ambrose Bierce. Which uh, seven episodes would make a nice little binge for you? Here I go again, pushing that binge, right? And if you are in the sales profession, um, this, this story might be a little scary for you. So sit back and prepare yourself. I hope you enjoy Present at a Hanging by Ambrose Bierce. An old man named Daniel Baker, living near Lebanon, Iowa, was suspected by his neighbors of having murdered a peddler who'd obtained permission to pass the night at his house. This was in 1853, when peddling was more common in the western country than it is now, and was attended with considerable danger. The peddler with his pack traversed the country by all manner of lonely roads, and was compelled to rely upon the country people for hospitality. This brought him into relation with queer characters, some whom were not altogether scrupulous in their methods of making a living, murder being an acceptable means to that end. It occasionally occurred that a peddler with a diminished pack and swollen purse would be traced to the lonely dwelling of some rough character and never could be traced beyond. This was so in the case of Old Man Baker, as he was always called. Such names are given in the western settlements only to elderly persons who are not esteemed. To the general disrepute of social unworth is affixed the special reproach of age. A peddler came to his house, and none went away. That is all that anybody knew. Seven years later, the Reverend Mr. Cummings, a Baptist minister well-known in that part of the country, was driving by Baker's Farm one night. It was not very dark. There was a bit of moon somewhere above the light veil of mist that lay along the earth. Mr. Cummings, who was at all times a cheerful person, was whistling a tune, which he could occasionally interrupt to speak a word of friendly encouragement to his horse. As he came to a little bridge across a dry ravine, he saw the figure of a man standing upon it, clearly outlined against the gray background of a misty forest. The man had something strapped on his back and carried a heavy stick, obviously an itinerant peddler. His attitude had it a suggestion of abstraction, like that of a sleepwalker. Mr. Cummings reigned in his horse when he arrived in front of him, gave him a pleasant salutation, and invited him to a seat in the vehicle. If you're going my way, he added. The man raised his head, looked him full in the face, but neither answered nor made any further movement. The minister, with good-natured persistence, repeated his invitation. At this the man threw his right hand forward from his side and pointed downward as he stood on the extreme edge of the bridge. Mr. Cummings looked past him, over into the ravine, saw nothing unusual, and withdrew his eyes to address the man again. He had disappeared. The horse— which all this time had been uncommonly restless, gave at that moment a snort of terror and started to run away. Before he had regained control of the animal, the minister was at the crest of the hill, a hundred yards along. He looked back and saw the figure again, at the same place and in the same attitude as when he had first observed it. Then for the first time he was conscious of a sense of the supernatural and drove home as rapidly as his willing horse would go. On arriving at home, he related his adventure to his family, and early the next morning, accompanied by two neighbors, John White Corwell and Abner Razor, returned to the spot. They found the body of old man Baker, hanging by the neck from one of the beams of the bridge, immediately beneath the spot where the apparition had stood. A thick coating of dust, slightly dampened by the mist, covered the floor of the bridge. But the only footprints were those of Mr. Cummings' horse. In taking down the body, the men disturbed the loose, friable earth of the slope below it disclosing human bones already nearly uncovered by the action of water and frost. They were identified as those of the lost peddler. At the double inquest, the coroner's jury found that Daniel Baker died by his own hand while suffering from temporary insanity, and that Samuel Moritz was murdered by some person or persons To the jury unknown. You've been listening to Present at a Hanging by Ambrose Bierce who once said doubt is the father of adventure. I've enjoyed being with you for this episode and now I must go but I hope to be with you again soon. Please be well and happy and thank you for listening to me.